supposed to come in here <laughs> at what point do we interrupt mr paul westerberg with his brilliance we're back because whatever we're gonna say is not gonna be equal to what he's doing so Six, 16 months in the making <laughs> it's dyslexic heart number 12 number 12 <laughs> number 12 wow i know it takes a lot we put a lot into this show it we, takes that long to shape apparently and produce such he, a fine yeah product w- when was the last one april 2000. 11. 11 really <laughs> yeah wow yeah because i think we were gonna do one memorial day or... we've been gonna do one a lot of times yeah. it just never seems to take we were gonna do one after london and it was just too hard yeah we went to london last fall in so 2012 we had a or, lot <laughs> this is 2012 shit i wish i was going to london we've been, we've been traversing the globe to bring you the finest non-vegas podcasting related chatter yes something oh shit yeah. it's good to be back yeah it is so there's this. So this is what we're doing. Yep. What do I, so, what do, I yeah. do? I don't remember how to do this. Do I turn down the theme and then we I go on to something so. else? I think so. Because we usually play a lot of music on this show and we talk. it's rude to talk over Paul, really. Well, we talk over most of what we play, so we do. I don't know. That's true. So, yeah. So what's so going we, on? So we went to London in September of 2011 and we had thought about doing like an English music tribute show, but it was it was too hard. It would have been too sad for us because we, we were, had such a fantastic time. We did. We it, really did. It, it was pretty amazing. W- it pretty much would have just been us playing the John Fratelli Psycho Jukebox <laughs> album anyway. Pretty much. That was the soundtrack to our trip since we saw him live there and it was fucking amazing. He was brilliant. So can, can, we, can we play something Hell by yeah. him now? Of course we can. Oh, so good. It was a small club last night of our trip the garage or the garage as they say over there it was amazing brilliant and we got the set list off from the stage oh i do i miss london so much i do too it's like killing me right now because this is the one year anniversary and it's like i feel like i should be going back but i'm not well next next year we're gonna go back we're gonna do it Yep. 2013. Yep. still just can picture like the crowd jumping up and down and singing along and me too i might have spilled newcastle on somebody at some point yes oh such a fun nice night it was so 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 great i, I had a tasty oh. buzz not unlike this one except for that was a beer buzz this is a whiskey this buzz. is whiskey buzz it was oh my god yeah it was a small club how many people would you say were there like 200 maybe maybe a few more than that but it was uh it was not Packed, that's no, sure. which is surprising because it was London. And yeah, he's got a big audience there. He does. People know who he is, but yeah. yeah. And he played a good mix. He played a lot off the Psycho Jukebox album, which if you don't have it, oh so my good. God, please go out and get it because he's wonderful. That's tonight's number one rec- first recommendation. Yeah. Um, yes. 
if you don't know the Fratellis or John Fratelli, you're missing out. The Fratellis have recently reunited. Yes, we're hoping for maybe some new music or maybe a U.S. visit. They are, I believe they're going to record an album and they are going to start touring in the spring, I believe. Please come to the U.S. John Fratelli came last year and it was, but he only played like L.A. He played L.A. and New York. Yeah. And he played L.A. like the day before we got to Vegas. That's right. And I was like, oh my God, is there any way we can switch our plane tickets? But I know. we couldn't and we didn't. And I, oh my God. Because if he's it had great. worked out, like if it had worked out differently, I would have driven to see him because he's just wonderful and I can't say enough good things about him. That's true. Oh. Great pop sensibilities. Just great songwriter. Oh. I'm a fan. I get so happy whenever I hear him on the radio, which isn't that often, but probably more than most places in the U.S. Yeah, we've got this wonderful local station called The Current. We've talked about them before here. We love them. And they them. occasionally play songs by the Fratellis. And the other day you walked in the door from work and I had it on and it was like, and I'm like Fratellis. pointing at the radio. As and I was like, yeah! <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't just Chelsea Dagger. Nope, they mix it up. <sighs> you might have heard Chelsea Dagger if you've attended a hockey game or two in your time. True. Which is good. I mean, it's part of pop culture and to hear in london was fucking fantastic oh my god that was oh that may have been one of the greatest weeks of my life same being in london and hanging out and just enjoying everything and absorbing the culture and the location can we talk about our pub meetup yeah hell yeah even, oh though, my god, even though this is so the great. non-vegas podcast we'll cross over a tad bit i wonder you know a lot of our we might have more people listening to the show once I post on Twitter because we have a lot more people following me on Twitter, and mm-hmm. so maybe more people are listening to this than. So in please the past. lower your expectations. Yes, accordingly. this is not our other podcast. This is <laughs> this now, is that, where we just talk about whatever is on our mind and that play show, whatever music we want to play. And that show is a hot mess with notes. This one has nothing. This has no organization, no plan, nothing. nothing. So it's we just talk the and show play after music the show. And, <laughs> Whenever so, we feel like doing it. Yes. And we haven't done it for 16 months, right. apparently. So, okay, you were going to talk about London. Oh, my God. So, we had this... Our meetup. We, so, sometimes when we're in Vegas, we'll have meetups with people, and we were we let people know that we were going to be in London, and we met up in this pub. Was it the Windsor Castle? Yep, Windsor Castle. And it Nice was, little place. We were worried that we were... We didn't, you know, not knowing where we're going, we were like, well, what if there's, what if it's super crowded? What if, what there's... if there's a soccer match on? Yeah, or yeah. Or football, as they call it in the UK. Yeah, so we didn't really know. We had read some reviews I online. I not sound condescending. I just want to say that it's football no more than in the usual. UK. And, you know, football here is, in America, is quite different. And, yeah. So we got and, to this and place. And we don't really watch either of them. So we made, <laughs> we made plans to go to this place, and we told people this is where we're going to be at this time hope you can make it if you're in the area and uh we went there and it was like the perfect location because there was nothing going on there no it was a nice place yeah it was a great place lots of space they had this um stitching like this hand stitch thing of charles and diana in the bathroom (laughs) which was just amazing of course i took a picture of it while i was in there but (laughs) Yeah, and we had, what, five, six people show up? And we just had the best conversation and the best time just talking about Vegas in London. Surreal. Like, two worlds collide. And yet, yeah. the fact that we're able to go somewhere halfway around the world... And have this thing and have in like common with people. Five or just, six friends show up. 
and just be able to met. talk to them like oh. for hours. Like we were there for several hours and it was just Well, how great. could we leave? They kept buying us beer. Well, the, there's that. That was so cool. Oh, it was great. And it's like those people I am forever like tied to. Like I I know. I have such a bond with those people. Yeah. Just the like, fact that they showed up for us mm-hmm. and um, it just made us feel welcome. Yep. So cool. Yeah. And it, we still like email with some of them and yeah. Yeah. We were just awesome. exchanging Facebook messages with one of them today, actually. So. Frequ- we frequently do with Chris. And yeah. That's really oh, cool. So, great. so, yes. so I love so those guys. Great. Yeah. And one of them is going to be in Vegas in October. Yes. So that's oh, cool. I'm so excited about that. I'm so excited to see Matthew. <sighs> yes. So, so yeah. yes. Even though it's a year out, that London trip still is it, yeah. fresh in my mind. Okay. So now, of course, I'm talking about England. So I have to, I have to play Frank. Play Frank. Frank Turner. Oh my God, I love him so much. So we, so much. We're, we're so lucky that he September. tours constantly. Yeah, and tours and he the US tours, constantly. Yeah, he tours everywhere. His um his last album. He's working on a new album. Well, I should say everywhere in the U.S. and the U.K. and Europe probably. His last album is England. Keep my bones. So like th- another. Even though we didn't get to see him there, we've seen him here multiple times, and his. I don't know. His music like screams England, England to, me. to me. Yeah. And I, God, I love it. So I've listened to Frank Turner uh, more than anybody else in the last probably year and a half, two years. Yeah. Yeah. But if ever I stray from the path I follow, take me down to the English Channel. Throw me in where the water is shallow and then drive me out back to shore. love is free and life is cheap. And as long as I've got me a place to sleep, some clothes on my back and some food to eat, then I can't ask for anything more. So come on, everybody, sing a one, two, Wembley he, oh, in April. So, yeah, and the DVD is coming out soon. The live album is coming out yeah. soon. Was it arena or stadium? Was it arena? Uh, I think it was arena. Wembley Arena. But then he also played the Olympics opening ceremony, which, of, did, course, NBC which of course, didn't show. Which, of course, NBC didn't show because had it been an American artist, they would have showed the shit out of it. Right or bef- if Ryan Lochte had decided to do an acoustic set before <laughs> the Olympics, they would have completely showed it but no right before the opening ceremonies he played three songs and luckily the internet allowed us to see it but yeah yeah he's amazing great so good and again the first time we saw him was just him 
playing Him guitar. acoustic, opening for Gaslight Anthem. At a relatively small bar in Minneapolis. Caboose. And, and, and we saw that, you know, you never know what you're going to get with an opening act. Yeah. And, it, and there were three of them, and one of them, shall we say, <laughs> Murder by Death was not good. <laughs> they have a new album out. And... Uh, yeah, so we saw him first, and it was like, holy shit, this guy's really good. Yeah. And ever since then, then it's like immediately and delved actually, into his music. Yeah, I'd actually listened to some of his samples on iTunes, and I thought, hey, I wouldn't mind going early just yeah. to see this guy. But he was so engaging live. Yeah. And then, and luckily, even, he's come back like four times since. Yeah. He's coming back again in two weeks. We can yep. see him again oh, at God, one I of our wait. favorite. At one of my favorite venues, Varsity Theater. Yes. I love that venue so much. It's just great. That's going to be a cool, cool It's going to be wonderful. It's and we got to meet him last time he was here. We did. We got to shake his hand and say, hey, thank you Talk for to him coming. for a couple minutes. And, and yeah. he was just so we gracious and friendly. Video. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was awesome. Really good guy. Just works really, really, really hard. He's one of those musicians, much like um, Brian Fallon from the Gaslight Anthem when we saw them recently, um, which probably be my segue into another song, but um, has this belief that I just happen to be the person on stage, yep. but I'm not a rock star. Yeah. We're all here for the same reason. I'm just up here and you're down there. But if I weren't up here, I'd probably be down there. Mm-hmm. And that's really cool. So, yeah. Um, yeah, he was really super awesome. And so, yeah, we saw Gaslight Anthem. Let's segue into yeah. that. Yeah, we that's... saw them at our least favorite club in the Twin Cities, yes. which is the Fine Line. But it ended up being the most wonderful night. It's it a, it's a club, so good. It's a club that frequently has like quieter, more acoustic acts, but the entire audience then chats through the show. Oh, it drives me nuts. So typically we hate the club because the audience sucks. I hate people who talk through shows. It's like, if you're going to talk to your friends that's great but go somewhere else exactly because if somebody's on stage you shouldn't that's rude it's just completely rude to talk through somebody who's on stage <laughs> go we, to a restaurant should we talk about the uh, snow patrol show oh fucking hell we, we oh my god see, i'm so angry about seen, that still again this another, is like in april and i'm still mad about another it. band we've seen many times and we, wonderful and we we saw them there were like a hundred people at this club when they first toured Minneapolis and that was that was great. We were lucky to see them when they were not known in the US, yeah. but they were still they were already huge in, in the UK. And then we've seen them progressively play larger venues and the most recent one was a pretty large theater and the people who were sitting in front of us proceeded to chat through the first six songs. Yeah. I was getting angrier and angrier and finally leaned forward. And then forward. they played a really, really quiet song. I yes. think it was like set the fire to the third bar or yeah. something. So finally I'd had it and I leaned forward and I just said, are you two going to talk through the whole, are you two, what did I say? Would you mind shut, shutting no, the fuck up? I think I no. said, are you two going to talk through the whole fucking show or something like that? And yeah. To which I was told I was rude. Yes. And I said, You're yeah. the one who's rude. I said, yes, I'm the right. rude one here. I'm the rude one here. And then, oh, and then they had a friend from like a few rows up or something come and sit on somebody's Ugh. lap at one point. I had and they no were taking, time pictures to the whole show and then they kept chatting and it was just they at least turned it down a notch after i told a them. little bit but, but it was ugh. oh god it was so annoying so unless here's the thing all right and that show was sponsored by one radio station yes yeah, city's 97 and i believe the city's 97 audience, the audience does not sucks. have the same respect for music as say the, the current, current audience because I believe that they actually respect the music and don't want to talk through the entire show exactly. and that they're actually civilized people and not barbarians. You presented that theory to me that the City's 97 audience sucks, the current 
um, audience is awesome. And so far, every show we've been to that's been either a current show or a Cities 97 show has supported that theory. Because we went to... Um, I'm playing Liz. Gaslight Anthem in the background here. Uh, sorry, Brian Fallon. We're talking over you. We love you. We do. Um, we went to a show two nights later called Wits. And yes. we were up in like the second or third balcony. Nosebleeders. Nobody was talking. And this was sponsored by The Current. Attentive as shit. People were super attentive, super polite, super engaged with the show. Yep. Even like up in the rafters. Yep. They had a respect for the performer. Yes. Yep. Gaslight Anthem, motherfuckers. Five hundred listeners will know Gaslight Anthem from the Ferris Wheel theme music. Was that the third time we've seen Gasline Anthem? Yeah, because we saw them at the Caboose. Caboose, the because that was the re, re, rescheduled. It was yeah, because they were supposed times. to play in in April, but they ended up playing in October, which is actually a blessing in disguise. Because then Frank Turner opened for them, so we got to true see him. And then they played at First Avenue for the American Slang Tour, and then they played at the Fine Line for the Handwritten Tour. Yep, they'll be back next year probably because the handwritten album wasn't even out when they played. it wasn't even out no they, yeah brian was saying that they'd be back in the spring i think good so i have like several things to say about that song one it's sort of been my personal theme for the summer just about that song like, yes it has because just about like okay i'm i'm just going through a lot of changes right now not the change <laughs> thank say, god hot flashes <laughs> no no the, the the thing that you keep constantly referring to as a fun time in our house that has not happened yet but you will know my friend you will wait. know it's been just like my that's like another 10 years away i hope so it's just been my anthem for the summer like okay just don't be afraid to change just turn the record over you can do it you can do it and then uh that was also the record we uh broke in my my car with which uh you you could uh we did we listened to it three times we, you, <laughs> I know because we couldn't figure out what the stereo was doing because we had like the 45 single we couldn't figure out okay is this the single or the the album and then we finally like turned it from the single to the album it was yeah we've replaced the 1996 saturn with the 2013 hyundai tucson 
Which you could play the the song by the man whose T-shirt you're wearing. The oh, okay. Yeah. So yes, uh, good segue. <laughs> opener for Gaslight Anthem at the Fine Line. Actually, uh, opener at the Caboose too with his band. Um, not Murder by Death, but the other band. Um, that was really yeah. No. Yeah, you didn't even um, realize that. No, I didn't. Yeah. What? Oh, um. um. <laughs> The loved ones was it? Yeah, the loved ones. That was Re- no, yeah. really, because they were good. I'm I liked them you, a lot. I'm teaching you facts. <laughs> well, thank you for schooling me, dear. A guy named Dave Haas, who oh, is fucking so awesome. Oh my god! I don't even know which song to play because I love all of them. I've delved into his play. Pray so- for Tucson because it's like my anthem right now. Because <laughs> you got a Hyundai Tucson. I did. I'm gonna play the not the album version, but the single version because yeah. I like it a lot. I like it too. I like the album version, but I like the other version. He put out an album called Resolutions, but then he put out he's put out four, and there's soon to be a fifth single um, where he's doing two songs solo off his album, and then two songs from whatever record label happens to be releasing the single, and he's having a different (laughs) label release each single. Nice, very cool project. There's 10,000 auto lights They're wrapped in dirty Tucson heat We crane our necks to get a glimpse And ride on by Well, I nurse the feet, nurse the feet It's that same old sinking feeling That blows in from time to time The only consolation comes similar to frank turner in that he's a guy who comes from a punk background and has gone solo and now does more of the singer songwriter thing and yet the punk sensibility is still there Mm -hmm. and it's just a lot of songwriting it's just so catchy yeah i'm just so drawn to this kind of stuff yeah and i've listened again much like the frank turner stuff i've listened to this into the ground for the past couple months yeah so there was it. something about his opening set. I was can't so good. remember the first song, but it just like hit me in my gut. Just yeah. like oh, super so engaging. Good. Like it was the exact song that I needed to hear at that time. Yeah. I don't know. For some reason, I was having a really shitty week. Yeah. And just like just hearing what he was saying was just it just I don't know it. 
was amazing. Yeah, I find now I've got like it just made me feel ten times better about life. I've got to delve into the love, the loved ones now. Yeah, because um, his solo stuff is fantastic. But the other thing too, so I I found myself I did not realize that we'd seen yeah. him before. That's just crazy. I found myself thinking during the Gaslight Anthem site uh, set, oh. um, and and which and was so good. The oh. whole thing was great. But uh, yeah, perfect opening act, perfect show. Um, we've seen, like I said, we've seen Gaslight Anthem twice before, and yet this show—that's show, my favorite show out of the three. Just it oh. was much more in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, the, Part of it helped that we were pretty close to the stage too. Yeah, but I think the—I got the feeling the band was much more. It wasn't like just another show in the middle of the tour. It was yeah. fairly early in the tour. They'd had some weirdness happen the night they, before. Their bus yeah, got stranded. Their they bus ended got up stranded. To, they ended up having to fly, and they ended up having to like they, they were probably took a losing on the money show. on that gig. Yeah. But they wanted to and, be there. And yet, you could just tell that they were on. Yeah. They were tight. And that they, they were, were super appreciative of the audience. And I don't know. It was just a special night. And uh, I just, I realized during that show, I'm like, when I'm in a, when I'm in an audience at a live music show, a, a concert that I'm really into, mm-hmm. I realized that's one of the very few times that I'm living in the moment. Yes. Normally, I'm either freaking out about something yeah i'm, I'm reliving oh my God, something totally or i'm or worried about something ahead. that's gonna happen tomorrow yeah you're thinking behind or you're thinking ahead you're not just right there that's one of the few times where i'm like yeah everything else is out of my mind and i'm just right. enjoying that moment mm-hmm. so yeah that's the show where I i'm hear, like yeah. oh okay i get why i like live music so much because it takes me out of all the bullshit yes so i get really excited when i have tickets to an awesome show or mm-hmm. i'm experiencing an awesome show or any of that yeah um a lot of people don't get why i guess uh, a lot of people aren't into maybe concert concerts or live mm-hmm. music or any of that but for me that's 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 that release that's exactly that why yep yep we've got a lot of good ones coming up too so we do yeah the show we saw friday was an example of that because i've been oh god it's just been like a crazy fucked up week and it, it's it's all gonna be good but it i don't know i've just been I don't know, just going through some weird shit that I won't go into here. But I just really needed the show that we saw on Friday night. And yep. And I didn't know if I would be able to focus enough on the music, but I did. And it was Once again, so that's, great. that's it. So we saw, well, we saw five bands. Um, there was a five-band set at, in the grandstand at the State Fair. Oh, yeah, we need to talk about the state Now, fair. we saw four of the five bands, and then we, we went did. to a second free stage to see a different band halfway through the show, or a little more than halfway through the show. But so, again, we've mentioned a 100 times, we have this awesome radio station called The Current. That's a Minnesota public radio station. They and here's a- the reason why we appreciate it. We used to have this awesome radio station called Rev 105, yes. and it got taken away from us, just ripped, yes. basically. The station was and- sold, and it changed, and it was no longer a cool indie rock station. Yeah, and then and then all the DJs just sort of dispersed, and they sort of like landed in other places. But a lot of the DJs, well, no, really one, just Mary. Yeah, pretty much that. Pretty much Mary is on the current, Mary but Lucia. she's but she's like the voice of the current. She I mean, is. She's like their. I hate to say brand because it's such a marketing e term, but but she does all the. All she does all the promos. IDs. Yeah, all the IDs. And she's really the voice of the station in every sense of the she's word. She's a whole lot of awesome. She's 
brilliant. She's great. I just, oh, she, I just have so much respect for everything she does and everything she's given to the Twin Cities music scene. It's just amazing. Oh, I just but, love her. So, yeah, she ended up there and it's a Minnesota public radio station, but it's all music and it's an indie station and they play awesome, an awesome mix of music. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, they and had they a do Minis- all these community things. Yes. That's the thing. That's where wits came from, which is yep. a weird combination of comedy and, and like interviews literary and music. Stuff. And yeah. Like people have written books and then they join up with these musicians and or else comedians who join up with the musicians and it's just this great collaboration. And then you just have this, oh, it's just a great feeling of community. And yep. I just love it. I can't say enough good things about so it. So they did a Minnesota Music Day at the State Fair. And usually on NPR Day, they have the grandstand show is fucking Garrison Keeler doing Prairie Home Companion Live. Which we're not into. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> Ruining the state's reputation for decades. <laughs> But luckily, he's on a fucking listener cruise. Please do that annually at this time so we don't have to put up with your shit at the state fair. And instead, we can have Minnesota Music Day and an awesome lineup. Whoever put together this lineup is my fucking hero other than one thing, but I get that. So so Lucy Michelle and the Velvet Lapels, which is the greatest fucking band name of all time. Oh, yeah. And And she's she's great. She's charming. Yeah, so she's she, just so charming. She's got this really cool voice and she plays a ukulele and she's just so pleasant to listen to and engaging. And, so yeah, we were listening to her and again, we were, so that was the first of many acts. So we were sitting down toward the back, just like, let's chill out and listen. Yeah. Let's just and hang again, out. I was like, all the stresses of the week suddenly yep. went away in yep. the, and it was just perfect. So she did her set, and then Jeremy Messersmith, who we love, and I think who we I may just have... absolutely just adore. Little... I just think he's the coolest. Oh my god! Let me play a little. Um, I think we've played him on here before. Do I do you have any in your playlist, or should I? I don't. I don't know if I might have one song in my playlist. I don't see it. Um, I think I might have Lazy Bones, perhaps. From I don't the like that song that much. No, you don't. All this stuff. Um. Oh, fireworks! The state fair are going off right now in the background, mm-hmm. so dogs are freaking out a little bit. Um, let me play a little of Violet because yes. I love that song. It's so poppy. It's ah, oh. and I love how every album has has a slightly different sound and a different theme. Takes a second to kick in, but so he was second, and we've seen him many times, and he's, he's a whole great. lot of awesome. Oh, we first saw him. So cool. We first saw him the first Open couple for times. Dan yeah, the first couple times we're opening for Dan Wilson, and it was kind of like ah. Uh, the first time I wasn't so sure. The second time you drew me in, and each time I've seen him since, I've then I'm like, this guy's a good songwriter. Really, really good. <laughs> a good musician. And he knows about production. He started out just solo playing with a yeah. freaking uh, sampler. Yeah. And uh, now he's got a full band, and he's fantastic.
so delightful. <laughs> oh, I know. And the intro he gave to the song was awesome because it made me hear the song in a totally different what way. What did he say? I don't remember. He was talking about how a couple of years ago he was just reading about some stuff going on in some other states and how there's a certain amendment here that um, is defining marriage between one man and one woman, which is complete fucking ass bullshit. <laughs> so he was encouraging everyone to vote no on that. And I also agree because if your marriage is so fucking threatened by somebody else, then you've got a problem. All right. <laughs> I try not to get political, but that just uh, riles political. me. This is that, a different show. We can that, get political on this show this, if you want. That just pisses me off. Like, I don't care what party you vote for. That is wrong. Yeah. And if you're so into, like, not being all up in people's business and, like, the government not intruding in your lives, that is the very definition of the government intruding your life. Preach all right, it, I'm sister. Done. <laughs> <laughs> very nice. So, if you're in Minnesota, uh, please vote no in November. Yes, we will be voting now. I might have to do absentee voting. I might be traveling that day. Really? Oh, yeah, that's e- right. Either I'll have to vote super early or I will have to absentee vote because I, be, I might be in Chicago, in which case I could vote multiple times for the president. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Although, Although, potential fucking cool shit. Um, I could be in Chicago like... The next couple of days, and I would Ooh. imagine there might be depending might on who be wins some, some stuff. Yeah, so anyway, that we'll could see. be interesting. Yeah, so we'll see. That's not for sure yet. I don't even know if I'm going, but I think yeah. probably. So that's that. Yep. So then, after Jeremy Messer Smith, who is, as I mentioned many times, awesome. I think we did have him. On, I think we played his stuff on the show previously, but yeah, can't He's... play too much Messer Smith. Uh, so then, I'm a little riled now. <laughs> that's all right. I know. I yeah. Why do people hate the game? Why? I don't get it. I don't get why anybody cares how anybody else lives their lives. I know. It just seems so intrusive. Yeah. So then we got to see Dessa. And we've seen Dessa do a couple songs here and there at, again, um, current events. Yeah. But we've never seen her do a whole set on her own. Oh, my God. Dessa is fucking amazing. Okay, Barb Abney. She's one of the DJs on The Current. She introduced her. And she basically said, she is everybody's girl crush. Yes, she is. Yes, you could. Yes. I'm just in awe of her. I'm just... Oh my God! She's, I would probably turn to butter. Well, she actually walked in front of us during the semi-sonic. She set. did. She's super smart. She's talented. Out. She's pretty. She's just. She's got it all. And intelligent. She's, she's so bright. She's just oh so articulate and talented and engaging and brilliant. Oh, I she, love her. She's amazing. She's part of um, Doom Tree. Doom Tree Collective. Which I'm not a huge hip hop fan but that um, is amazing i'm a shit. fan of the stuff she does and i'm a fan of the stuff pos I've heard from the doom tree yeah people and i love pos too he's cool he's got an album coming out in october Snowstorm in Jackson when you and I met at a club called St. Sebastian's. But the sign said something different. I remember thinking that I didn't have a shot at Mississippi television. Told us which roads they were closing. There goes a rap show. Everybody knew you as the wife of a famous man. Everybody who knew said, There goes Dixon's girl again. Even the walls are linked. 
When she plays the piano real slow Haven't met so many women in this business that I really like, like, like But you could hold a little liquor, you could hold a conversation You could hold your own mic And even that night I learned the truth about your man You gotta be big to treat pretty girls bad And it's not much, but my money's on you It's not much, but my money's on you She was amazing. Oh my god! Having so, like I said, we've seen her do a couple songs, and I, like we saw we saw her do a cover of "Never Take the Place of Your Man." The Prince is "Never Take the Place of Your Man," and we saw her do one or two of her own songs. But seeing her do a whole set confirmed that she is the real fucking deal. She's oh my god, she's great. Yeah. So again, I have these moments every so often. I'm surprised she's not bigger than she is. I think she's got a pretty good following though. She's yeah, but yeah, she, she's, she's got a lot of. She's potential. a badass too. Yeah, she's just cool. She's like shit. a badass, but not like an approachable badass. She's an approachable <laughs> badass. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would go up to her in a, in a heartbeat and and, and be like, and talk to her you. if I saw her I somewhere. I love you so much. I would be such a dork though. Yeah, but I would. So remember when? So we saw her at the Foo Fighters show. She was like six rows in front of us. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh my god, it's Dessa. <laughs> Um, hanging out there, but yeah, she's, she's so cool. So, um, I should have taken a picture and drawn little hearts on it or something. (laughs) Probably wouldn't be the first time she's had that. (laughs) Um, no, I'm not a stalker. I swear. I just think you're really cool. Yeah. I gotta play more Dessa because I love her. Yes. Forget the bull in the china shop. There's a china doll in the bullpen. With the switch fire and the fist lighting at the bit swinging every pitch coach put me in like hit the bull in the china shop there's a china doll in the bullpen it's all in the wrist fire from the hip talk a little shit roll thick hope then let's begin like it's been assumed I'm softer irrelevant cause I refuse to downplay my intelligence but in the room with thugs and rap veterans why am I the only one who's acting like a gentleman good form bad taste pretty what a waste all that style not a thing to say looks to me like a little of your true screws at a shallow end of the cycle pool all cloak no dagger just smoke and swagger I hope that your battery's charged cause I found the skill ladder now your skills don't matter check me out now I got glass floor Forget the bull in the china shop, there's a china doll in the bullpen. Walk with the switch fire and the fist biting at the bit, swinging every pitch coach, put me in like. Forget the bull in the china shop, there's a china doll in the bullpen. It's all in the wrist, fire from the hip, talk a little shit, grow thick, hope quick, let's begin like. They love me, they love me not. Pulling petals off my bike, you gotta strike while the irony's still hot, no telling what the kids might like. And I love this job, but I good God, sometimes I hate this business. It's all love backstage, but then the boys get brave. You've gotta say, I hope your mother doesn't listen. Excuse me, where you going? Do treat Minnesota population growing all the time. And if you feel this, you know what the deal is. Grab a chisel tip and add one to the number on the sign. Like, forget the bull in the china oh, shop. So good. <laughs> I'm not like I'm not a hip hop guy, but that is fucking good. Oh. And you know what? Like I was saying, there's there are a few moments every year where I'm like, oh yes, that's it. That's, that's why, why I, I live still here. live here. And this that is it. was it when I saw her. And you and I looked at each other at one point. And it was like, holy shit, she is amazing. The fucking real deal. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> um, amazing. So I'm 
all of, all over Dessa right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, oh, she's oh, I just can't say enough good things about her. So Dessa did her set, and then uh, Jayhawks were next. And so we're like, see ya. <laughs> Not a fan, of course. They're they're brilliant songwriters. They write really good songs. It's just uh, the vocal they delivery. Have a couple, they have a couple great songs and a lot of mediocre, yeah. overrated bullshit. I think they're the most overrated band in the history of Minnesota. Really? Yeah. Can you I'm name somebody else? Trying to think else? of others. God, but. Yeah. Again, the amount of uh, fawning they get compared to the quality of their actual stuff. Hmm. And I don't I don't get it. The, uh, it's like. Uh, you know, if you enjoy them, that's great. great. That's it's awesome. Not, it's just, I don't. They're not for us. <laughs> yeah. So we left. We went to see the new standards on one of the free stages, and new standards are awesome. They do, like, jazz versions of, of popular popular songs, so they were really great. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we saw them for a little bit, then we went back and saw Semisonic with They Headline. They don't do many shows anymore, but they still perform together. And they're still, that's the amazing thing. So Semisonic is the band I've probably seen more times live than any other act. Um, Yeah. Going back to the pleasure days, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Very close to the number of times I've seen Prince. Probably, possibly more for Semisonic now. I would say it's 40 sometimes probably. Wow. Yeah, because in the early days, I saw them a lot. Yeah. Um, I saw them a little bit on the tail end of the pleasure stuff. And then there was a show at First Ave when, um, what was the album with FNT on it? Was it, it wasn't Feeling Strangely Fine. It was... No, Great Divide. Great Divide. Yeah. I just remember like seeing them at First Ave and them wearing the suits and doing like, like there's just this swagger about them. That, and it wasn't like, okay, so in Minnesota, we have this thing like, hey, don't get too big for your britches. We'll bring you down. Just don't don't get too cocky. But it was, it was good cocky. Like, hey, we've got the <laughs> self confidence, but you know we're still humble. Right. So, uh, yeah, I just remember, like, I just have this vision of Dan Wilson in this like kind of pink, shiny suit and like playing with. <laughs> you know when he and John Munson go face to face and they're just like jamming and just really into it and yes. it's amazing. It's beautiful. Yes. You delight me and I know you're speaking of me. Fascinating thing. Get beside me. I want you to love me.
Now that we've refilled our beverages, do you have more things to say? <laughs> I love Semisonic. So yeah, I've you seen too. them so many times. And seeing them when they... Just only, seeing them evolve, you know? They only like, perform a few times a year now because they're not really an active band so much. They haven't put out a, a new album in ages. They're all doing different stuff. But they're still super tight. They what still, is Jake doing? Is I don't he know. writing? No idea. Teaching? But I don't... So John Munson's doing stuff with the new standards. And with... Um, Twilight, and Twilight hours, hours and with a dozen other miscellaneous. Yeah. He does some teaching and stuff too. Some, yeah. Yeah. And that's how um, Jeremy Messersmith and does Dessa also teach it? Yeah. The same McNally place? Smith. Yeah. Yeah. They do some stuff, but, um, and Dan Wilson, of course, is writing hit hits songs for everybody. For Adele and everyone else, but he mostly did Adele. He did, uh, well, he, he did a solo version of Someone Like You and that was the co-wrote. second time we've seen that. He oh. did that at the Wits show that we were talking about earlier. It's so then, fucking amazing. Oh, it's such a great song, and even if even if you think it was overplayed and you're tired of hearing it, it it's such it's a it's solid song. It's such a song. powerful, powerful song. Are you gonna play it now? Nah. No, no, <laughs> because <laughs> everyone's heard it. Everyone knows what we're talking about. That is such a it's such a great sing along song. Like if you're having a shit day, just turn that on and just sing with it because it will just make you feel better it's true because you're commiserating about this this thing and the sadness and you just it's like it just taps into such a universal feeling yep and that's what's so great about it and it's such a beautiful melodic song it's so well written and so well performed yeah oh god i just love it and when we were in London, we drove past the recording studio. We did. <laughs> One of the many London highlights. Again, it all ties back to that trip. It does. Getting, oh my to, see, God. getting to see where they recorded. Do they know Do it's they Christmas? Do they know it's Christmas? Oh, it my like... God. I was just like, ah. <laughs> we watched that video every year, the making of Do They Know It's Christmas, and love it so much. For unintentional comedy value more than anything. But <laughs> yes. So, yeah, the Minnesota Music Phil Show. Phil Collins rolling his eyes at the guy from The Young Ones. Yes. Yeah. Seeing uh, seeing all those bands was, again, a yeah. confirmation of why we live here. Mm-hmm. And it was the perfect night. Cause it, it was. was. The weather was beautiful. It wasn't beautiful. too hot. It wasn't too cool. It was absolutely perfect. There was a little bit of a breeze. Ugh. Yeah, it was How great. about the food? Should we talk about the food a little bit? If you'd like to go through a recap of the... Of the food we had? The State Fair food. Well, we stopped at the Ballpark Cafe, which um, had several microbrews. Craft beers, eh? Yeah. Because normally it's like, all right, here's your Miller Lite. There you go. Here's yep. your Budweiser. Here you go. Here's until your 3-2. Until a few years ago, nothing was available at the State Fair except for beer that was 3.2% or less. So times have changed. Yes. You can actually get a good beer at the State Fair now. Yeah. Many of them, actually. I had something by... Although, this was a really low alcohol by volume thing that i didn't know until i didn't see that the percentage on the sign was as low as our bartender tonight was saying alluded to or last that's actually okay but it was it's called the pubstitute and it was made by a brewery called poor decisions p-o-u-r and it's right in our hometown of roseville so very exciting and you had something by lift i had a lift bridge uh, pilsner which was tasty And then what else did we... Ha- you had... Um, let's see. You had Shock Top at one point. I had a Shock Top, which is always dependable. And a Summit Oktoberfest uh, I, had. I had. And I had a summit, some EPA, which I is was, always good, too, from Summit. I was pleased that once we got inside the grandstand, our beer options were not limited. True. To... They also had some decent options there, which is... They did. Good. Let's see. Um, we had Turkey to Go, which... Shredded if, Turkey Sandwich. 
And if you ever go to Target Field, see a Twins game, that's also that's available. That's one of the better options there. Oh my God, Turkey to Go is so, so good. Yep. But at the fair, they had these toppings and you had the buffalo sauce and blue cheese. That was very good and spicy. And I, I had loved the it. cranberry and brie, which was just, oh God, so, 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 so good. And then we had to go to the dairy building to see the butter queens. <laughs> they carve the State Fair princesses' heads in butter. They do. Using nothing but a butter knife. And the new standards, when we saw them, they wanted haiku about. Have they announced their winner yet of the haiku contest? Because we had some pretty good good contributions. Although John Munson reposted one of them today and said, if this one doesn't win, I'll be surprised. And I suspect that he's the one who's deciding. Yes. So I'm glad we participated, though. There weren't that many. The second night, there were more than the first night. So Uh, uh, we had some good. It's Butter, buttery princess haikus. Mm-hmm. Mine involved her face melting on toast. <laughs> Mine was kind of dark. Mine was too. A princess's face melting on toast. You wanted is to dark. eat her face. I did. You did. <laughs> Melted on my toast. <laughs> what? So you had a chocolate malt in the dairy building, and then I had the strawberry rhubarb malt, which is my favorite thing. Yes. That was like my one thing. I have. If I don't get this at the fair, although there were times where I was like, "Oh fuck it! If the line's too long, we'll just not do it." But yes. Yeah. What else and do we have? I don't even remember. We, let's see. I feel like I should be playing some music in the background. Okay. We had the pig liquors, which is, um, I hate to bring the B word up, but it was chocolate covered bacon with sea salt. Yes. Would you like to talk about how you're over bacon? <sighs> I love bacon. Don't get me wrong. I'm just tired of hearing about bacon. So let's all quit sending me bacon links, shall we? Sorry, I need music. Oh, let's talk about the, the vaccines. vaccines. Now that you have a new car that has Sirius XM free for the next three months, uh-huh. I guarantee you'll be pl- hearing plenty of the vaccines on Underground Garage. Yeah. this is like, I've got to think so. This is like garage rock Sweet. perfection. She don't want to go steady. She's only 17, so she's probably not ready. Ah, that sounded God, I super that short, shit. but I <laughs> no, love it. So good. Okay, we'll play one more because it's so short. Oh yes. Uh, oh, it's a great one too. Yes. Song. This song is summer to me. No, it's right now because oh, it so is good. end of summer. Yeah. So good. They have a new album out too. This off the first album, but. New album is awesome too. Please tour here. Vaccines? Oh, I hope so. Please come to Minneapolis. We will see you, even if it's on a weeknight. Triple Rock. Triple Rock of our city, please. As headliners, not openers. <laughs> Last time they came through, they were opening for somebody. Arcade At Target Fire. Center, I think? Yeah. Put 
so you said you'd go see them on a weeknight. That's, I would. That's that's that's, that's high a major commitment. Yeah, it I is. know. We're lazy shits when it comes to music lately. We're old. We're old. However, and, um, we have a lot of. Uh, we're going to be tested in the next couple months because we've got right. some tickets on weeknights. We do. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. We have a lot of good shows coming up, though. We do. Bob Mold is going to do the Sugar Copper Blue album in yes. its entirety. Oh, sweet. Plus yes. some stuff off of his new album. Plus. His new album is so fucking good. Oh, play, my fucking God. Should I play some off that? Do you want to wait till the vaccines are over? Or yes, I will. Wanna, yeah. Um, the Who? The Who, which that was a debate on whether or not to get tickets for that. But then when suddenly out of nowhere, a pair of tickets in the 13th row on the floor showed up, I had to do it. Yeah. So that's that, been a lifelong dream. of I've wanted have to you, see the you Who. Haven't, have you seen them at no, all ever? No. Oh, Every time I've been man. close, something has come up and I've decided not to. Like yeah. when John Entwistle died, I decided, no, they shouldn't be touring without him. But then I got over that. And yeah. So I think, you know, got to do it soon or else it's not going to happen. Which album are they performing? Quadrophenia. Okay. Two album set. Wow. <laughs> it's a rock opera like Tommy. All right, Bubbles. It's off the new album. It's pure pop goodness. This is as close to the as close to the stuff off the Sugar albums as anything he's done solo wise. We're so fucking lucky. I agree. not only lucky just to have these people be from the Twin Cities, but to come back here. He's from upstate New York, but yeah. Well, his formative years were his here, formative though. formative years the Husker, were here. The Husker exactly. New years. Yeah, he lives in New York now, but... He's moved around a lot, though. I don't know where yeah. he lives now. Is he in New York again? I think he's in New York. He, uh... Trying to remember the last page of his autobiography, which, if you haven't picked good. that up, do so, because yes. very, very good. So, he's put out some good music, but this is the most rock album he's put out in a long time yeah. since sugar i think this is great and it seriously i listen to this song and i'm like shit this could be on copper blue it just has that same that feel awesome guitar and that it's so melodic 
I'm so jealous of anybody who gets to see the Foo Fighters, Bob Mould, Frank Turner shows in Europe. What the fuck? <laughs> Wait, when is Isn't this? Isn't that who it is? Isn't that the... Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I misspoke. <sighs> it's... Don't... Don't... No sigh of relief. No. I'm sorry. It's... Foo Fighters, Bob Mould, Gaslight Anthem. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Because, like, seriously, I I, I want to just quit actually, any think, employment that I have and just travel to I see I think that. they're done, actually. I think Foo Fighters just ended its European tour. Oh, but I think it. they were a couple weeks ago. Oh, my God. What a lineup. Remember when the Gaslight Anthem and the Hold Steady were touring together? Yeah. Because that would... <sighs> so many things that want make me want to just become a... A know. nomad? Yeah, <laughs> just following bands around. Of course, there's that whole income thing. I know. And the dogs. Don't forget the dogs. Yeah, well, we could trade them in. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Poor puppy. Otis so, is sitting right there. So yeah, he doesn't care. So we get to see Bob Mold one night, Frank Turner the next night. That's gonna be a nice yes. little run. Yes. Then we get to see uh the Who. Mm-hmm. And then we get to see two Springsteen shows. Well at least one Springsteen show for you, at least two for me. Yes. Depending on you, whether or not you can suck it up. Oh man. It, it, okay. It's gonna be like <laughs> a marathon because he's been playing like three, four hours. He's been doing three and a half hours in the US. Yeah. Yeah. I my problem is I'm taking a class that is on Monday nights, and the second Springsteen show is on a Monday night, and I need to figure out whether when, I need to sacrifice my intellectual when development you're, for when that. You're, when you're 93 years old and you're deathbed, are you going to be going, oh, I'm sure glad I went to that class. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, you're going to say, no, oh, I'm God, I'm say, so glad I got to see night two, because night two is always night the two better. Night two is always the better night of the tour. That's right. So yeah. think about that lady. I know. I am thinking about it. Well, I'll, I'll have it. We'll figure see, it out. Yeah, we will. I need to figure it. Because, see, I already have to miss one class for being in Vegas. Yes. So. Well. We'll figure it out. Yeah. I, I'm not going to bring my personal problems into this. Why? Why not? Why not? <laughs> Anything else you want to play before we go? I don't know. What else is on the playlist? We've got some Dolly Rots. We've got some Green You know Day. you want to talk We've about got, the Dolly Rots. I love me some Dolly Rots. Let's talk about the Kickstarter thing. I helped fund this album on Kickstarter. I got a poster with my name on it. Autograph from Kelly of the Dolly Rots. Some other shit. How great is this? It's good. This doesn't make you happy. You're fucking made of rock. I was instant messaging with you earlier and you're like, oh, the Dolly Rots album, great running music. Yes, I realized that midway through a a run slash walk when I realized I hate running and I'm not going to do this anymore. (laughs) So how far are you? You were going to do the Couch to 5K thing? I made it. You did it earlier and you succeeded. Yeah, and and the thing is, I should remember, 
At that point, I made it to the point where I could run 5K, and then I quit because I realized I hated it. Uh-huh. So I decided I'm going to do it again. I made it halfway through week three of eight and decided, eh, I don't like this running part. I'm done. The weird thing is, I have hated running my whole life, except for this year. This year, I kind of love it. It's just cool. like, all right, I go and like with every step hitting the pavement, the like the the thoughts just start dropping from my brain. And That's it's good. It's good. Like it's a meditative, like I'm getting in shape and I'm reducing stress in my life and it's it's good. Except I when I can, it's except when it's fucking humid and I want to pass out. I That's think I can cool. accomplish the same thing on a walk. I think you can. I don't it's need okay. To do it. I think the I think I'm overrunning. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoy the running. I never thought yeah. I would. I'm like really surprised at you myself. You like all the crazy running shit where they like throwing glitter at you and shit though. I yeah, I did the color run where they threw colored powder at me and I did the no the Go Commando which I only did half of. Were you don't wear underwear? What is that one? No 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 no. <laughs> that that's one of those crazy ass obstacle things where you like crawl through a pit of mud at the end. Yeah. And I like only made it halfway through because it was like ninety degrees and humid and I had not prepared for that eventuality and spent the rest of the race in the medical tent instead of finishing but then i did the warrior dash which is the same thing but i actually finished you hung out in the chill out tent i hung out in the chill out tent nice i'm proud of you thank you <sighs> but yes dolly rots are upbeat any any sort of exercising activity would be uh well done during the dolly the rots. dolly rots yeah so buy their new album damn it they're awesome i think it's self-titled i love the dolly rots they're good. They're really good. Well, let's see. What else do we have on here? Uh, Green Day single. We might be doing a Green Day. Uh, <laughs> Green Day are putting out three albums, and we might be doing... Uno, a, dos, tres. We might be doing an Uno album. With Hunter? I don't know. <laughs> Am I going to have to seriously bring all my podcasting shit to Vegas? No. How else Is, would we do it? How, I don't know. Like, how would we do it? Exactly. Like, is there a way to like hook up all our iPhone mics or something and mix that later? It seems or? like that would be even more cumbersome. Would we have mics for um, the family picnic I don't that think we the, could borrow? I don't think yeah, we're going to borrow Bally's <laughs> equipment. Bally's. Hey, we're just going to hang around here for a few hours afterwards. We're going to record this thing called Dyslexic Heart that nobody listens to. Is that all right? Yeah, that's cool. We're going to have Taylor Hicks perform, but you guys just hang out here. I forgot that we were borrowing microphones. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't know. Yeah. So we'll hold off on. Could we do one. like one microphone and then have the three of us hover around a laptop or something? I suppose we could. Yeah, we'll figure something out. Because I could see drunken merriment in our room. There's always I, drunken merriment when we're in Vegas, but especially if we're there with Hunter. Yeah, because it's awesome. Yeah, we, we've we'll had many a good drunken time with Hunter. We almost got booted from Bellagio with Hunter. Yes, security was hovering. It was awesome. Largely <laughs> thanks to Hunter and his lovely bride. <laughs> They're bickering. I, re- I remember him like licking his slot card and trying to put it in the thing. <laughs> I don't remember that part. <laughs> I do. It was funny. That's good stuff. His slot card was not working. He was getting kind of irate. <laughs> That'll happen. Yep. We've all been there. Yep. All right. And that was the night oh, I, I learned I you cannot you cannot just eat three scallops and a breadstick and expect to drink six vodka and sodas and be sober the next morning. It's true. That's a bad meal plan for it a long was. day of drinking. Uh, okay, so... We should have gone to the former Barbary Coast for a night 
like a late breakfast or something. We should have. We didn't, but we should have. Okay. Things you learned in Vegas. I know what I want to play. So we thought that we were going to have a dilemma during our October trip in Vegas. Oh, yeah. We're not, though. So here's the dilemma. There's a band that we saw. When we saw Frank Turner most recently, he was opening for Dropkick Murphys. The other opening band was a band called the Mahones from Canada. Well, from And you have a crush on their accordion from player. Ireland by way of Canada, Katie Kaboom, who I'm now following on Instagram. Nice. Uh yes, she's delightful. <laughs> <laughs> so the Mahones were scheduled are scheduled to play in Las Vegas in October. And I was a little bit uh I was trying to figure out what to do about this because it's part of Renaissance Festival. And I'm And not, every fiber of your being hates Renaissance yeah, Fest. I have no desire to ever go to a Renaissance Festival. But Mahones are playing, I would do that. You would sacrifice your hatred of Renaissance to, for your love of Mahones. And the thing is, it would be a tremendous pain in the ass because it's on the outskirts of Las Vegas. We'd have to rent a car. Because or the get cab, a cab. The cab ride would be like 50 bucks oh, each yeah, way. Oh, yeah, we'd think have would... to rent a car. So and that then was... we'd have to be sober enough to rent a car? Fuck. Exactly. So that was going to be happening the same week we're in Vegas. However, they have now moved the dates of Renaissance Festival. It's the week before we're going, so we don't have to decide whether or not to go. Hopefully... The Mahones will come through here on their tour because they're finishing a new album. By the way, on their new album, they are covering as a bonus track. Um, what? Husker Du. Um, Don't want to know if you're lonely? No. I can't remember. They're covering a Husker Du song. It's going to be awesome. I can't Ooh. wait to hear it. On their most recent one, they covered Here Comes a Regular from Which The Replacements. And they did great. that when we saw them play with Frank Turner and Dropkick Murphys. And, and they dedicated it to Slim Dunlap, which was so sweet. Yes, he had a stroke recently. So anyway, I am a, I love the Mahones, and I have to listen to Mahones now because it's like Irish punk. It's like replacements meets Ireland. If the replacements started in Ireland, yeah. So I've been listening to the Mahones like you wouldn't believe lately for the past several months. It makes me so happy. I'm not usually one to get into like Irish music. Like even like Dropkick Murphys, I like some of their stuff. But but I'm not really drawn to it. But 
I really because there is such a heavy replacements influence here, and and I love it. I love it. And do yourself a favor and Google Katie Kaboom Mahones. <laughs> and I'm pleased to report that she no longer has the uh, bleach blonde hair. She now has red hair, and it's striking. <laughs> Just saying. Would you like me to talk more about the Olympic swimming competition? Go ahead. I'm just going to turn this music while you do so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I'm a fan. (sighs) Although I have a feeling she might be a little bit more intelligent than, say, Ryan Lochte. (laughs) That's true. Uh, Ryan Lochte is stupid as shit. I do remember you saying when we left the, uh, when we were, after we had seen the Mahones, I think you were rather taken by her as well. Uh, she's cute. She's yes. really cute. But she's really talented, too. I she's don't mean to be, like, awesome. diminutive or Imagine anything. somebody doing the most scorching guitar solo, but on, on accordion. accordion. <laughs> and it's like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Yeah, and she's really cool. She's got a just dynamic stage presence, and she's hot. So yeah. check that out. They're just a They're good really all-around band. band. Just yeah. really fun band to see. Yeah. Again, it's like, it's funny because there's so many shows we go to, and we're like, uh, should we go for the opening act? And half the time we're like, meh. But I know. I feel like an asshole. For and yet, that, but. when we ha- but we see we've we've gotten turned on to so many good bands as a result of that. Uh, yeah. So we got to keep checking out the opening act because, like, you know, at least half the time we end up finding somebody that we're really into. I remember. Yeah, I've seen. I've I've been turned on to a lot of good bands from opening. opening Tell acts. me more. I just remember seeing Goo Goo Dolls one of many times I saw them. Um, with the Muffs opening, mm-hmm. and again, it's like, oh, they're so good. <laughs> Um. Yeah, you just the muffs. Yeah, the Goo Goo Dolls. Can we talk about how they don't rock anymore? Yeah, they're disappointing now. I we used to love the. I oh I, my god, Superstar Car Wash was just one of the one great of the best albums. albums. Hold ever. me up, hold me up, and Superstar Car Wash are tremendous albums. If you only know Goo Goo Dolls from their soundtrack work, I feel so bad for you because they were so. They awesome. used to rock. They did, and even through even Dizzy Up the Girl and even yeah, Gutterflower. Yeah, Gutterflower. But, what, but after but that, it's like, oh, it's, it's like, so all right, sad. we're going to have Johnny sing another ballad now. Yeah, we're not going to let Robbie do any songs anymore. It used to be fucking Robbie's band, the first album. He sang leads on everything. Oh, Robbie's so great. And he's so nice. We met them. Yep. And he's just, like, he's just got this, I mean, I hate to say aura about him, but he's just so nice. He's just the nicest guy. And every time they're working on an like album, really humble and really just really cool. Every time they're working on an album now, they, there's like some mention that oh, they are working with a producer they worked with years ago, and this is going to be their most rocking album ever. And then you get it, and it's like there's it's like where nothing but are, ballads on here. Nothing on here rocks, and it's so disappointing. Yes, so now I have to play something off the of Superstar Car Wash. So, any requests? Something with Robbie singing, I think. Uh, Although Girl Right Next to Me is my favorite song. Yeah, we'll play that. It's so good. Even though Johnny's singing. Again, heavy replacements influence. Everybody thought they were from Minneapolis, even though they're from Buffalo. This is one of the best songs ever. It really is. I just fucking love this song. This whole album is solid. It is. It's one of my favorites of all time. It's my Desert Island. Yeah, yeah. 
one of the many albums that got me through my college years. Oh, was yeah. what year this called? Ninety two. I don't know. I didn't discover it until after we were dating when you were like, hey, you need to listen to this album. Uh, yeah, this is one of those, those albums that, yes. That this album always remind us, reminds me of the of when we were dating. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's a good good thing. I saw them many, many times um, during this era. Uh, I would show, like, this is, like, I was fucking gung-ho about live music. I'd show up at first dab shows before the doors open, be camped out, yeah. get in, and be like, right, right up against the railing. Stage. Come out of the shows afterwards with fucking bruise a bruise across my stomach because from the railing from the railing uh, in front of the stage, yeah, the barrier. Yes, tie dye man at Paul Westerberg. I have it. Yeah, I'm in. The, I'm in the, <laughs> I wasn't wearing a tie dye shirt. I thought you were. No, what are you talking about? I thought you were. Or was that? I never had tie dye. I never yes, owned, you did. No, I never owned a tie dye shirt. <laughs> I could have sworn you did. I owned a twins shirt that was like an all over uh it was like print across the whole shirt that was blue and red that kind of had that kind of look but it wasn't tie-dye okay and that was at the trip shakespeare oh, channel two tape okay that's what i'm confusing it with yes yes if you find the paul westerberg <laughs> solo show uh, from first, first avenue, avenue in... it's on it's on youtube yes i there are three or four times where you can see me you're famous <laughs> yes i'm i'm famous <laughs> for being in the audience near the front of the stage but yes uh I have a guitar pick from Johnny Resnick from one of the First Avenue Goo Goo Dell shows. He was very cool in that he held his, he like, uh, he had guitar picks taped across the bottom of the guitar. Okay, on the yeah. Bottom. As opposed to on the mic stand? Yeah, and he at one point like held his guitar, he like dangled his guitar out over us so that we could pull guitar picks off the people in the front row. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's very, very Did cool. Did Andy get one also? I don't know. Fuck that guy. I don't know. <laughs> I'm assuming that's who you're with. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I miss them being good. <laughs> I know. They were. Oh. I do remember seeing them at Northrop Auditorium, which is a venue on the U of M campus. Is that the show where the girl showed her tits that was standing next to us? Yes. Yes. But there was this <laughs> She was like 16. <laughs> yeah. But there was this woman next to me with this purse and it was like very square and it kept hitting me and I had bruises from it the next day Weak. because she kept hitting me in the arm with her stupid per- ladies don't take purses to rock shows just don't no because you're going to end up hitting somebody in the arm with it and it's going to be annoying mm-hmm. and it's going to be me and I'm going to hate you there you go <laughs> so much just, to hate just some- bring your phone and your wallet and put it in your pockets put it in or your something. pants or bring a really tiny tiny purse that's not gonna like injure people a dainty purse a dainty purse right on be conscious of other people that's all I'm asking
See, we we you know, classic hits that mm-hmm. people don't know about. So do yourself a favor, buy the Superstar Car Wash album from Google Dolls and cry over what once was. What could have been. What could have been and what once was. Yes. And I'm sure they have a new album in the works that will be extremely disappointing. Extremely ballad heavy. The last thing I've enjoyed of theirs was their live album from Buffalo. Yeah. There was some... I mean, it was a live album, so it was good, but that was like the end. What was before that? Was it Gutterflower? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so I've been waiting for another good album for like, I don't know, what it's been, like 15 years. (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. Yeah. I keep holding out hope and I listen whenever they put anything new out and I'm like, nope. Nope. No more. This is not it. No (laughs) more rock. But It's because of that one Iris song. Yeah. Yeah, ever since Iris. Yeah. It's like, all right, we're going to only do ballads and only have Johnny sing them. Yeah. That was on. Was that on? Didn't Westerberg that was on. This? Di- that was on. Yeah, he wrote the lyrics. That was on Dizzy Up the Girl, I think. But so Gutterflower came out after that, and there was some. That was there was some rockin'. good rock stuff on that. Oh. But after that, Big Machine. Yeah, really good. After that, all downhill. Yeah. So sad. Oh well, I guess I'm happy for their success, but I'm happy that they're making money. I am. Yeah. Oh, Oh, do you want to play anything off the new Soul Asylum? Yeah, why not? Oh, the much maligned Soul Asylum. Yes. I still love them. I do, too. Their new album's kick-ass, man. I'm trying to find it on here. What's it called? Uh, Not not the Silver Lining. That was the previous one, right? Delayed Reaction. Yes. Which song should I play? Mm, Gravity's the one that The Current's been playing all the time. That's kind of the single. Yeah, but... Oh, here we go. The streets. This doesn't show you that Soul Asylum still fucking rocks it. You're a fucking idiot. (laughs) We should go to the Christmas show this year. Still harboring a little bit of a crush on Perner. Me too. sounds like fucking old school soul asylum mm-hmm. that you, might you just showed me your facebook thing and seven people are going to be listening I'm people are really happy about, about this, this. <laughs> and yet meredith hasn't chimed in i know her She's... husband did though oh did he yeah people are gonna be happy the, the, i hope our, so our six listeners <laughs> and then there are a few people on twitter who are like what is this dyslexic part of what you speak so we're yes. gonna have some new listeners welcome Go back in the archives. There's a lot of train wrecks just like this one where oh we do nothing but God, talk yes. over music that we love. Did we talk? 
have we d- mentioned your taxi cab encounter with Turner and Winona Ryder before? I don't know if we've talked about that or not. If we have, I'm sorry that we're repeating this, but we're going to talk about it again. Okay, so I don't know what year it was. The year that, whatever year, um, it was like Soul Asylum was huge at the time. It was like 93, 94, because I was working at the shitty publishing company in Egan, coming and off I of, fucking hated it. Coming off it was of, 94 coming or off 95. Of, they'd just come off of Grave Dancers Union. They'd put out their new album, which had Misery as the theme, as the first single, the theme yes. song. The first the single. Song. <laughs> and before the album Misery came out, Misery was my theme song at that job at the time. So, um, I suppose I could just let your dim light shine was the album. Yeah. So I am, it was 94, 95. So I'm on the way to work. I was going in early one day because we were going on vacation, probably to Vegas. I don't know. We were going, would that make sense? No, not 94, 95. Cause we didn't go till 97. Where were we going? I was going probably to work. Oklahoma. We were probably going to Oklahoma. Oh, sad. <laughs> <laughs> or we might've been going to the show that it was. That was at Midway Stadium that no, night. No, I was no? going in early because we were going somewhere. Okay. And I had to go in early so I could get off early so we could go somewhere. Okay. I don't know. I'm on the way to work early one morning, and I'm at a stoplight near the airport. And I look in my rearview mirror, and there's a cab behind me. And I see the distinct... Why are there fireworks are going fireworks off fireworks again? again? Jesus. I see the distinct... Don't scare my dogs, man. I see the distinct silhouette in the back of the cab of... The dreadlocked head of David Perner, and next to him, the impish <laughs> Winona Ryder, who the, he was dating petite, at the time. The petite silhouetted frame of Winona Ryder. The weird thing is, as I'm sitting at the stoplight, before I notice them in the cab, I'm singing Misery to myself because there's nothing on the radio. Awesome. <laughs> so I'm singing, I swear to God, I'm singing Misery. I look into my rear view, I'm like, what the fuck? That's Dave Perner <laughs> and Winona Ryder. And this is like way pre iPhone, so you couldn't have. At 6 a.m. on like a Friday morning. So. I'm like, mm, maybe it's not them. So, of course, the light turns green. And I, you're like stalking. So I you're go like super, car stalking. So I go super slow so that the cab passes me in the right lane. So the cab pulls up next to me. I look over. That is indeed Dave Perner went on a rider. But I'm not quite positive. So as the cab goes by me, I hit the gas to speed up. To look, <laughs> and again, I'm looking over. Yep, that's Dave Perner <laughs> went on a rider. And then they took off and went in another direction. But yes. That was weird. It was. Just because I was singing the song when I looked in the rearview mirror and saw them. You're like, oh, that's the guy who wrote that song. And Winona Ryder, who I was in love with at the time. Who wasn't? Exactly. Who wasn't? That was before she sucked the talent out of every 90s rock band. Do you remember how broken up Perner was? Because we saw him, we saw Soul Asylum at, I think it was Mill City one year. I think it might have been the same year we saw Alex Chilton. Well, there was only one Mill City, so it was 99. Okay. Yeah. Did we go multiple nights? Because Prince yeah. was there too. Yep. All right. We so, saw Prince. We saw Bob Mould. We saw Soul, Soul Asylum. Yep. Yeah. Alex Chilton. Alex Chilton. Some numerous local Grant bands. Hart. Grant Hart. Yep. Yes. So yeah, I remember Dave Perner saying something about, I still love you, Winona. Or it, it, it was just really <laughs> sad and I just really felt for him. But that now was several years later. Yeah. But now he is happy and married. And he's married? Like, I didn't know that. I don't know if he's married or partnered. They have a child. Oh, that's But he's good. Like, you know, living in New Orleans or something. Yep. And he's, he's very happy. Good so, for him. I'm, I'm happy he... <laughs> But I, I just felt so bad for him because he was still like calling out for her on stage a couple years later, and I, I was only just va- like, oh, I only Dave. vaguely remember that part. I do love me some Soul Asylum. I play Cartoon now. Oh I'm, God, that's the best song. How, how much you want to bet I've played this in the show like four times already? Even though I've only done twelve episodes. I don't care. It's such a good song. I don't care. Best Soul Asylum song. It is. We're so lucky we have such great bands out of this town. 
You're gonna have to play some replacements after this, you know. All right, I can do that. I haven't played any Western. Well, the opening song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I keep thinking that my life would have been different if I would have discovered the replacements earlier. We'll talk about that in a moment. So good. Oh, I love this song so much. I'm a little bummed out because when the new album came out, uh, we, oh, Mike, the- Michael Butler from Rock and Roll Geek Show was trying to arrange to get me on the show. We were going to do a track by track of the new album, and it just never worked out oh. with the timing, so it didn't happen. But Oh, yeah, because you were been, about to travel for work and everything. That would have been a fantastic dream come true. I've never been on his show. Well, other we than called calling in a in. couple times. Yeah, I called in a few times. Yeah, I love him. He's so great. Oh, well. I'm at that point of the evening. I love them. They're so great. I love him. He's so great. But I mean it. I wouldn't say that if it wasn't true. Butler is a great, great, great dude. Yep. Ah, oh, great song. Okay, yeah. so you said we need to play some replacements. Can I tell the story about Kiss Me on the Bus? Kiss Me on the Butt? No. Can I tell the story about how I had a dream that I was on the bus or something, and you said something about... Was there any kissing? And I said, no. And this confused. is before we were dating. And you're like, oh, there should have been kissing. And I didn't know about the song, and I thought you were hitting on me. Maybe I was. Maybe I wasn't. Well, you were hitting on me a couple weeks later, and that was just fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we hit on each other. What was the manner in which I hit on you? I think it was a mutual hitting. Okay.
started kissing and you had gum and I made you take it out because it was a distraction. You have quite a memory. You don't remember that? No. I I don't remember much of anything. Oh, My memory dude. is flawed. I used to have a really, really good memory. I'd m- remember every detail of everything and now I find myself so disappointed in myself because people will remember things and bring them up and I'm like, nope, don't remember it. You don't remember the first time we made out? Yeah, I remember that, but not the specific term. Not the gum part? No. Huh. I remember something else, but I'm not going to go into that. That wasn't the first time. Damn it, Paul Westerberg needs to record something. Yes, he does. He's due for a random clusterfuck of an album, like he's done many times. What was the last one? It was just like this 45-minute, like, like there were some songs, and uh, then be like some random sound clips, and then some songs, and then... Let me see what the last one was. Was 49 the last one? Possibly. I think so. He had some, there was some good stuff on there. Yeah. But then there was a lot of weird stuff in between. I don't know. Then he, well, he put out, he put out a weird, no, he did something since then. Grandpa Boy's Last Stand. Was that the, I'm not sure which one was Possibly, last. Possibly, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know which one was last. 2008 was when 49 came out. But then 505, which was on Grandpa Boy's Last Stand, came out after that, I think. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. He's due. He is due. I think. He needs to record some more shit in his basement and release it to the rest of us. Yes. All right. Anything else you want me to play before we go? We're at an hour and 35 minutes. Oh, Jesus. We've been talking for that long. Yes. Well, oh we've God. been talking and playing miscellaneous stuff. Oh, I, I think I've said all I've had to say. I feel like I need to play one song to finish it up, and I don't right. know what to play. Oh, the Green Day song? No. Uh, Gaslight, anything we've played before. Um, now we'll sit here and just debate over what to play to end the show. <laughs> I don't know how to end this, damn it. Oh. I should have saved one big one grandiose finale. Uh, any requests from the audience? That doesn't work. We don't have an audience. That doesn't work. Nobody's well, we, listening. We do, but they're not listening live, so it doesn't really do you much good. God damn it. What's your favorite song right now? <laughs> you, want to, you want me to play Call Me Maybe? <laughs> no, I, I don't, 14-year-old girl who lives in the basement. I am. Oh, shit, I still need to play you that Taylor Swift song. <laughs> yeah. We're doing that right after we're done with this, All that right. we will I never, ever, ever get back together song. I'm going to play I'm gonna play Ke- uh, Kevin Bow, L.A. Dogs. Oh, this song fucking rules, this man. This has been one of my favorite songs of his for many, many years. He finally put it out on an album. Yes, yes, yes. Buy it. It's called Not Just Trace. It's a great album. 
Kevin, of course, is the person behind Las Vegas's Waiting. The theme song our theme to song Five Hundred by Minute. Our real podcast, not this train wreck of a mess. And uh, this is not only a mess, it's a train wreck of a mess. It is. If you took a mess and you put it in the back of a train and the train crashed. <laughs> That's what this, this podcast is what this would is. be. So, yes, we'll play L.A. Dogs to wrap things up. You left oh, I'm so happy this is on something now. Too. All right. So I guess we'll wrap things up and let this song close it out. Yes. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Maybe we'll do one of these again in 16 months. Yes. All right. Bye, Bye-bye. everybody.